Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast episode 16. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And I'm Ben. Today we're going to be talking about tournament football. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss coaching youth football or soccer at the grassroots level. Ben and I both coach under 10s teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and give any advice that we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and hopefully help other people who are coaching grassroots football. So, Ben, are you looking forward? We're, we're getting to the end of the, the league season now, league and cup season. So we're getting into that tournament time, so the end of season tournaments. So have you got any lined up? Yeah, we've got um, three in June. So the first one's in two weeks at our club, which is uh, it's going to be a good one. It's a nine-a-side one, so I'm really looking forward to that because obviously it's uh, kind of relevant for next year. So there's 12 teams in that one, um, two groups of six. We've got a pretty tough group. So we've got, uh, I think, at least two teams from the top division. We're in Division 5. So I think there's two from Division 1, uh, one from Division 3, I think, and a couple from sort of around where we are. So it's going to be good. Uh, top two into the semis and then the final. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, a couple of teams that I know that we've played before. Um, and then a few teams that I don't know. So it's, so it's going to be really exciting. Um, then we've got a six aside one the week after that. Um, and then at the end of the month, we've got a seven aside, uh, which is another local club to us, which would be good. So, um, so yeah, just the three at the minute and, um, really looking forward to it. How about you? You've had a couple already, haven't you? Yeah. So we had, we had uh, one a couple of weeks ago, and then we had a fair play one this weekend just gone by. What's that? What does that mean? Well, it's an interesting question. That so, the girls were incredibly focused on the fair play element, and uh, it's the whole point of it. And the, and we did it last last year as well. And the whole point is just really promoting fair play. And so at the end of the tournament, actually, it wasn't competitive, if you like. Um, so, you know, you didn't have the old, you know, qualifying and going through to the next round and then two teams play off for the final. Uh, okay. we, every team played everyone else. And, you know, at the end of it, we had a winner on who played the fairest <laughs> okay. um, and you know i'm not sure what normally happens like like i say so we won it last year um but this year there were there were two different different winners and it was a really interesting day because the girls were really really focused like i say on that fair play element so they you know someone fall over they're helping them up and stuff and i i I couldn't quite articulate i don't think and and because you got all the parents there and so so you got all the girls and they're speaking about all the things they're doing for for, to promote fair play and stuff and and i'm kind of saying look just 
forget about the fair play stuff. It's still, it's still a football match, you know. So try and win the football match, you know. And, uh, you've got the this time. yeah, you, you've got the um, you know, you've got the devil and the angel on each shoulder, and and the angels saying, ah, it's all about development and fair play and all this, and and the devil's saying, but you still want to win, and it's not, it's not so much that I'm trying to win, but you still want to see some progression and development in the matches that we're playing. The fact that you know the fair play thing, all right, if we win it, great. But, but you know, I don't feel like it's. <laughs> Here we go. We're a bit early this week for an analogy, but I'll throw one out there. You yeah, know, there's never there's never a bad time for it. <laughs> so so you know, when it comes to like Valentine's Day, you know, I I don't make a, a big deal of it, <laughs> and I say, oh, I'm 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 romantic all the year round. You know, which is my excuse because I'm not really. You're a guy, so of course not. <laughs> so, um, but it's one of those. So we do promote fair play, and and we do uh, we do that in every game. So we don't need to do anything special to you know compete at a fair play tournament. Yeah. So. You know, I, I was really just focused on the football element, but the girls were really to the point of being obsessed, um, you know, about about winning the fair play bit of it. So, and and that made it a little bit galling, quite honestly, when we didn't win it. <laughs> but for, for from my perspective, I tried a few different things. So really uh so in the first game i played about with the formation yeah didn't go very well quite honestly (laughs) (laughs) um but and for all the other games so we had about six or seven games i I think it might have been seven seven games where i i played a lot of the girls in in different positions so so we're not we don't, you know, as we've discussed in previous episodes, I don't lock them down to positions, but yeah. there's a certain elasticity to it as well. Whereas for this tournament, just gone, I, I really was just playing people uh, not anywhere, but trying them out in positions that that they hadn't really played that much in before. Would you have done that if there was a trophy up for grabs? I think so. Yeah. Um, just the fact that, I mean, these, we were talking about short games the other week. Uh, these were, these were even shorter. These were 10 minute games. So I figured going into it, well, this, it's a really good, you know, time to have a lot of games in a short amount of time to just try out some stuff. Mm. And so, yeah, I think if, if there was a trophy, you know, I think I'd have still done the same, to be honest. I'm kind of, right now, I'm in that kind of looking into next season mode, more so than, than winning the tournaments themselves. No, I think that's, yeah, I think that's probably the right thing to do, I guess. I've probably got half an eye on next season as well when I'm doing mine, I suppose. Well, I guess that's the question, isn't it? Because we're... Funnily enough, obviously we're in a World Cup year, <laughs> and so uh, you know I'm not expecting big things from England, but uh, I kind of anticipate that once we get in there, we'll also at some point in the tournament 
talk about, oh, well, th- this was just really for the next tournament. <laughs> We've just got our eye on the next one, you know? Yeah, no, that's interesting. So I guess these tournaments you're talking about, they, they are competitive. Yeah, yeah, properly. Um, I mean, it's, it's boys, isn't it, for a start off, so it's never going to not be. I quite like the concept of this fair play thing. I can't imagine the boys doing something like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, it, it is. It is proper competitive. So it's going to be. It's going to be interesting because I've not actually. These have been my first, other than Evie's tournaments, because she's had a couple as well that I've been to the last couple of weeks. It's my first kind of taste of tournaments as well, because. Um, our team formed sort of after the summer, so we didn't get to enter any tournaments last year. So this is the first time I've kind of entered any. Mm-hmm. So I've now got an idea of what to expect. Um, but yeah, it's all, you know, there's trophies and all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be proper full-on competitive. So um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't think there's going to be the fair play element going on. <laughs> to be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to it. I quite like the the volume of games you get. Obviously, they're short, which makes it quite a different dynamic. But um, yeah, it's a good chance to... I think the good thing for me is that we're going to be playing a lot of teams who are on paper a lot better than us, Mm -hmm. which I think is really important. I I wouldn't want to go and do a tournament where we're going to hammer everybody. So from what I've seen of teams entering, they are going to be... It's going to be quite a good standard. So... Especially, like I said, the one at our club. Um, I mean, to be honest, our our whites team, our under ten whites, or under elevens, going to under elevens, they they should win it because they're they're streets ahead of most teams in our league. So mm-hmm. they're, not, they're, not, they're not in our group, thankfully. So <laughs> like, <laughs> it'd be nice if we got through to the semis. I mean, that, that's my target. It'd be nice to get through to the semis and have an extra game. But um, if we don't, it'd be a good experience anyway. Because, like I said, there's some good teams in our group. So. But I think we can probably shock a few. So I'm looking forward to pitting my wits against the sort of higher teams. It's going to be good. So are you going to... You, your coaching sessions, are you going to do anything different in those? Not not so much. And we've, got, we've got training tomorrow. It's actually the first proper training session I've had for probably nearly two months with various things going on. Um so I think t- tomorrow we're going to work a lot on defending and defensive shape um, and working on the, with the offside trap because the first tournament we've got is full-on nine-a-side rules. So we're playing offsides and everything. So right. um, I'm going to try and do a bit of work with breaking the offside trap and the defenders kind of defending as a unit and in tandem and in sync. So be interested to see how it goes problem i've got tomorrow is we're doing it at a park and i was there on sunday and the, the grass hasn't been cut for probably about six months oh, it's, it's awful so i've got a section where i normally train if we ever train there and if the grass looks a bit better so i'm hoping they might have cut it because it, but if because if they haven't it's going to make it's going to make it difficult to have a kind of cohesive slick training session so i may have to temper it depending on what the conditions are like but yeah yeah to do a few sort of practices around 
around that. So, so I mean, we we didn't really uh, tailor the training to to the tournament football. But if I'm to reflect on the the couple of tournaments we've had, like you say, the the games are so quick, mm. actually, uh, and there's very rarely more than one goal in it. Yeah. And so you know, if I was to if I was to go into a tournament with the objective of winning, actually, I think I'd I'd go a little bit Jose Mourinho. I think I I think I'd concentrate on the outer possession stuff. Mm. I'd make sure we didn't concede first, and try and even hitting teams on the break. So rather than having a lot of possession of the ball. Yeah. Just try and lure them in uh, and then hit them on the break. <laughs> that's, that's interesting because my my approach is probably going to be a bit different. I'm probably going to be a bit more gung-ho, I think. Bit, bit, bit more Jurgen Klopp than uh, Jose. I, I think so because, like you said, from the games I've watched, like like you said, there's... Interesting, on Sunday at Evie's tournament, the, there were some... I mean, we had... There were like a couple of 8 nils. Um you know, three one four one. And I think that was just in those, ten minute games. There were twelve and a half minute matches. Yeah, oh, um, and I think that was just a disparity in the quality of the teams. Um, and bless them, there was one team there, and they got hammered in every game. I mean, they were, and it was an absolute rout. Um, so, I think, but the the one before that, the week before, the, the standard of teams was pretty close. There was not a lot in mm-hmm. it. And like you said, there was very there weren't that many goals, um, so I kind of know what you're saying, and I may I may reflect and change my mind, but because it's such a limited time, and I think especially because we're doing a nine aside tournament, what I've noticed in our nine aside friendlies is yeah, there's been a few goals, but it's not like you know it's harder to score if you like because you're playing mm-hmm. sides and there's a lot there's more players on the pitch and yeah you know that sort of thing so. Yeah, I, I don't know. My approach is probably going to be I'll probably play a couple of strikers and I, I tried a 2 4 2 formation in our last friendly. Um, we played a friendly the other week, nine aside, and I actually only had nine players. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I was missing two defenders, so I only actually had two proper defenders that I would class as proper defenders. So I played a 2 4 2 formation just to sort of experiment, and it actually worked all right. I mean, we got, you know, we got caught on a break a couple of times, but generally we had. We sort of pen them in a lot playing that way, and um, so that's that's kind of how I'm thinking. I may go at this point, so, but just to spend a, a little a little tangent on uh, formations. Then, so you talked about not really wanting to bring out the the little magnets to show formations and stuff. And and we had a bit of a laugh. There was a guy with a big flip chart, wasn't there, that, that yeah. you mentioned. So how do you, if you're trying a different formation to what the boys are used to, how do you get that message across? I do use a tactics board. Okay, okay. So I've started using it for nine aside. I've started using it just just to give them an idea of how we need to, to, to line up. Yeah, so yeah. I have been, I've been doing that. Funny enough, the 242, I didn't. I, I forgot to take the board, so I had to kind of just. And it was weird because they just kind of got it. I just said instead of playing, because they used to sort of playing. I don't know. Um, what do we normally play? Two, three, one, and a seven aside. Yeah. So they used to the two defenders, 
So that bit was easy. And I basically just said, you've just got an extra central midfielder. Instead of one guy, you've now got two. And you've now got an extra striker. So mm-hmm. I just said, just imagine, you know, you've just got a mate alongside you instead of you being on your own. And that was good. And they actually, yeah, a few times, yeah, they got, people got caught out of position and all that. And But that happens anyway with us at times. But generally it was pretty smooth. And I think just because the two guys who played in defence have, have played together pretty much all season. So it wasn't any different for them. Um, but obviously it's just that, uh, that added kind of googly throwing of offsides and trying to, you know, make sure you're in a line and trying mm. to get the guy offside. And yeah. we're still learning that. And we haven't really had time to train and work on that very much. But um, in terms of how the formation works, it worked fine. We won 5-0 and we we dominated the game pretty much. So it worked quite well. I'm not saying, you know, when we do that in a couple of weeks, it may if we're playing somebody pretty good, I probably won't play that formation. I probably will play three defenders. Yeah, yeah. Play three, four, one, and play a tie. I guess it's going to depend on how the game's going. If I see that, you know, the, the opposition are pretty good and they're ripping us apart a little bit, I probably will drop an extra defender back. But I think because they're only twelve-minute games, which is not long, it's kind of like, well, let's just see if we can nick a couple of goals. And I think we've got we've got some really good midfield players, and I think if they're playing well, we can kind of pin teams back. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of my approach to it so but it'll depend on the opposition I think when we're playing the t- teams in the top division I probably won't do that but um, yeah yeah so I mean I'll, I'll... so yeah the tactics board is coming out now <laughs> <laughs> very good so I, I'll I'll mention a little bit then on on, on Sunday so uh, uh, no sorry Saturday I, I wanted in that first game to just experiment with having a narrower team. So we yeah. normally play either a 2-3-1 or if we're feeling a bit gung-ho, we'll play 2-1-3, you know, with the the wingers having chalk on their boots, as the, oh, as the old is, saying goes. It's gung-ho. It is, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, it doesn't always go well. Mm. <laughs> but um, so I wanted to try us having a narrower formation with like a 2-2-1-1. Yep. Where the, you know, your classic number 10 role uh, is the one giving the width as well. So, you know, um, she's got license basically to go up either wing, just wherever the play is. But I wanted us to be narrow and compact. And the two midfielders, so so I had the tactics board out and tried to, you know, give that message across and, and show them, you know, and had the ball, so move the ball around the pitch. I'm like, you know, the whole team needs to move that way. Yeah. And it just, it it threw the midfielders completely off. Um, yeah. Both of my central midfielders thought that they were right and left wingers almost. Yeah. So I had no one actually left in the middle. <laughs> Um, and I, I I put that on me I, I obviously just didn't convey that message well enough we hadn't worked on it but like I say I just wanted to try some different stuff in the in the tournament yeah so yeah that was uh, that was why I was interested about you know how if you if you're changing a new fo- if you if you've got a new formation how 
you know, how do you get your ideas across there? So yeah. I think I think it's a combination of the tactics board, isn't it? And and yeah. just probably don't do things that are too far out of the comfort <laughs> zone, maybe. Yeah. And that's where especially in training, you got you can't line up a nine aside against another nine players because you've only got a limited amount of players. So yeah. so like tomorrow I will probably I probably won't I'm not going to do it tomorrow but I've got an, I've got a practice in mind with uh three defenders and two midfielders on one team and then obviously we've got some attacking players and starting to work on some practices work for those five kind of defending players to work as a unit and you know specific play areas on the pitch and just try and recreate you know an attacking overload and that sort of stuff but mm-hmm. like I said, we haven't had a chance to work on it yet but Done it, done it for like 10 minutes before a game the other week, just trying to get the defenders in a line, giving them a zone that they can't come out of. And just saying, you know, you've got to work within this zone in tandem and try and catch this guy offside. And it kind of, you know, they kind of get the idea, but until you can repeat that, working it for a long length of time, you know, it's not going to come naturally. And, the, you know, I mean, the team, this team we beat 5 0 was their first nine aside. And the guy, the guy, we scored four goals from their goal kicks. Because they just couldn't, they couldn't handle the non-halfway line retreat thing. Yeah, just yeah, completely through them. And I said to the guy, I said, "Yeah, I said we let in a couple of goals in the first game we played doing that because the players just couldn't get their head around the fact that they didn't have a, a man they could just play the ball to who had nobody on him." Yeah. Um, and this tournament is going to be great because I'll I'll get to watch a load of other games when we're not playing. Um, which are nine aside games? I get to, I can look at how other teams are lining up, yeah, and get a few ideas and see what's working, what's not working. So it's going to be really, really invaluable for that. And I wouldn't get that anywhere else, you know, because most tournaments we were entering, like I said, are six, seven aside, some are five, mm-hmm. which I'm not entering. But um, yeah, this is nine aside ones that aren't really. They don't. No, no other teams seem to do it. So it's going to be really important. I'm going to be like a sponge. I think hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Trying to absorb, absorb as much as I can and just see what other managers are doing. Because I've got my own ideas, but, you know, not. I guess there's no right or wrong. It's just trying to find your way and what suits your team and the players you've got and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, it'd be good. So the seven and the six aside, like you said, I'm not going to do any... My training will just be normal stuff that I would do because they're almost kind of like free hits, aren't they? They're just a bit of fun. Let's see how we do. Yeah. Um and just see how the play, yeah. So, I'm not taking those as seriously, but the nine aside one is going to be, um, I think everyone's looking forward to that one. So, you're going to be practicing penalties at all? <laughs> <laughs> we do do that actually. Before, yeah, I tend to do that before, um, before we play a match. I always, we always have five minutes to taking penalties. I don't know why, it's just because it, the kids like it and it's a bit of fun. It sort of relieves a bit of tension before a game. So, we always do that. We've got some pretty good penalty takers. So, um, yeah. I'd be pretty confident if we got a penalty shootout. You know, the the only thing that puts me off practicing penalties, and, and, and I think, you know, if, you, if you're going to be in a tournament and you're actually going out to win, then, then you should do. But most of the practices, I'm, I'm always very mindful of when you have lines, I, I remember, you know, from the from the level one, uh, something the coach was saying about that. He's saying the FA absolutely hates kids stood in lines, you know, and and just waiting to have their go. Yeah, 
Whereas if you're having a bit of a penalty shootout and you've got, you know, on the order of 10 players there, well, it's it's inevitable that you're going to have, have a line and, you know, you're going to be waiting round, waiting round, waiting round. You take your penalty and then you wait and wait and wait and again. So I, I don't know a good way of kind of practicing them without having lots of lots of lines. You know, you could have... I guess you could split your players up. You could send them off on on different goals. You know, you need a couple of keepers. Yeah, <clears throat> no, true. I think my my view is sometimes you just got to accept certain things. You do have to have them waiting for a few seconds. It's kind of try and whiz through them as quickly as possible. But you know, you can't. Some things you got you kind of can't avoid. I think. Yeah, yeah. we only do it for. Like two, five, six minutes before a game. It's not like I would. I don't normally do that. Um, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, just to keep them, they quite enjoy it and they get quite focused about it. And they all take the mick out of each other if they miss and all this. It's quite. I quite, <laughs> quite like it. Remember, yeah. they all do, they all do, whether they do that, I think we've only ever had two penalties in a match. So um, depends how they cope with the pressure. They probably they're kids. They might not even think it. They might not even feel it. I don't know. Right, right. I mean, I, I did the other week when he missed that penalty for his Saturday team. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The worst penalty I'd ever seen for seen him take. Oh, the, the pressure. It did. The that was one time the pressure did get to him. So yeah, who knows? So I, I guess I'm trying to think. We we've only had I think one in a match, and then uh, but we have had a couple of penalty shootouts. I know. I guess we've had three, so we won two and and practiced one, and and every time I I think oh we should have practiced more. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, finding the time and and prioritizing it, you know, amongst everything else with with the ball running. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I guess we could do that either either as a an arrival or maybe just at, at the end of a session, maybe. Yeah, that's when I do. I wouldn't do it as part of my training session. I mean, I don't even do kind of shooting practice generally, just because of time limits. I mean, I used to do that, but it's kind yeah. of like, it's like you said, there's people just waiting around and it's boring. So, yeah, I don't really do that sort of stuff. Hmm. Okay. So, when when are your tournaments? Third uh, of June, tenth, um, ninth of June, and thirtieth. Yeah, so so that's good. You got a nice nice little spread there. So we we've got um so we haven't got one now until uh near the end of June and then we've got one in mid July and we're still waiting. We've got a couple of fixtures that we should be finishing off. Um but we the league hasn't announced them yet, so it's oh, your bit, is that cuz of, of shambles. Yeah, yeah. So are you are you finished now for yeah, the league? We finished. Right, right. Three, four weeks ago. It's interesting because I was talking to one of the other coaches for the, for one of the uh, I think it's under fifteens boys, and and he was saying they'd finished as well, and and I was saying, oh, it's it's just a bit weird, and I know, and and actually <laughs> we've got to play the two best teams in the league as well, so you know. It wouldn't be that terrible uh, if if they were just binned. Yeah. <laughs> we we we've only had one absolute hiding 
this year and uh, I, th- I think it was like 15 nil but quite honestly once it gets past about eight I stop counting yeah. um, and, and we've got to play them again so <laughs> I, yeah. I, I kind of I kind of want to play them to see if if we've progressed uh, and got and can do a bit better this time but also you know deep down I think I know you know we'll have progressed but they'll have progressed a bit as well and and Actually, I think we're just on in for another hiding. Well, yeah, but I'm like that. I, I, I'm at the point now. I want to play the best teams. I don't want to play teams that we're going to find easy to play against. I want it, I want it to be really tough for us. Well, I think the what what I have to say is the league have done a great job for these tournaments. They've almost been banded, so. Right. They they don't publish the league, but you kind of know whereabouts everyone is, and you know all the top teams. So we're we're probably, you know, in years gone by, I would have said we were a bit of an Aston Villa, you know, when Aston Villa were in the top league. You know, they they were always just kind of above relegation, somewhere around mid table. You know that that's been us this year. We we've been in the mid table there. Yeah, and we've generally won. You know, we've won some games, we've lost some games, drew a few games. So the t- the top teams have all they've been playing different tournaments. So in the two tournaments that we've had, they've all been really, really close. And like I say, the the games that we've uh, that we've won and lost have been one nil. We did have that one semi final where it was where it was two nil and. Uh, we just we just fell asleep a little bit yeah. um but yeah they they've all been really really close and i think that is fantastic you know genuinely competitive games where the girls are at a similar level you know and and you don't just have one team running rings around the other yeah i think I mean, I got, from what the, the impression i get is that most of the tournaments that you get asked to go to uh, it's a, it's open to I mean, I don't know how they. I don't know if the people email every single manager of the. I mean, I don't know how they do. I don't sort of pay attention to who else gets emailed. I mean, some of them. I think our tournament because it's only twelve teams. Um, I think they've they've tried to make it fair in terms of they've made it. It's quite a good spread of teams because mm-hmm. I know a lot of them. Um, so it's not like you've got team one in Division One and one in Division Ten. So I think it's going to be right. Really, right. I mean, I think there's there's probably only two or three teams who are probably going to win it, but I think a lot of the games will be close. But I think some of the other tournaments you've entered, it's just literally first come first serve. The first however many teams you enter get in, uh, okay. ir- irrespective of what division you're in. Um, so you'll probably always see the same winners in a lot of them. Certain teams will probably enter a tournament and always win it because they're, they're just better than everybody else. But yeah. Um, but it doesn't bother me. Like I said, if you win one, amazing. I've never even, it's not even crossed my mind that that's the objective of doing it. It's about developing the players and getting them playing against better teams. Yeah, yeah. And if you go reasonably far in it, great. If you don't, then it's a bit of fun and a good experience. So, um, so yeah, that's my kind of view on it. So Yeah, like, like I say, for me, it is absolutely about the development, but... There's levels. If if you're playing against a, a slightly better team than you, you you're going to get a lot more than if you're playing a team that are just 
on another planet compared to you. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you play, I mean, let's be ridiculous now. If, if I put my under-10s girls there against Real Madrid or Liverpool who are playing this Saturday, yeah. it, we, we wouldn't touch the ball, would we? You know, and it, it, we just lose in 10 minutes, probably 100 nil. You know, so that's obviously a, a ridiculous extreme to make a point. Um, but I think, you know, it, it, the point still stands. If, if we're playing a team that are just so much better than us that we don't get the ball at all, like that 15 nil, I have to say, it was horrible. Because of course. with each goal, with each goal that goes in, you can see the girls just it, it gets to the point they just don't want to be on the pitch anymore, <laughs> you know. And the subs don't want to come on, you know, and be humiliated um, because it, you, you know these are close villages as well. So you know some of the girls know each other from outside of football. Um, you know they're in the same drama clubs and stuff like that. So yeah. you know it's it's. It's it's not good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all for playing better teams, but just there's got to be a they've got to still be in that same kind of band, if you like, for me. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's probably easier to do that, I guess, in probably your in your girls' football. And like you said, it's all kind of quite close knit and the yeah. amount of teams. Um, yeah, I guess for us. Cause a lot of these tournaments open to anybody in Surrey, so it's a huge, wide range of yeah, yeah. teams who can enter. And I've got no idea the other two tournaments are in who's in who's in them, apart from the hosts, obviously. But yeah, so I don't I don't really know what to expect, which is part of the enjoyment, really. Which, which for me is going to be good fun. But yeah, yeah. But you're right. I mean, this, like I said, this one team in Evie's tournament on Sunday, they were obviously not great and. It was wasn't very enjoyable watching them lose eight nine nil every game in twelve. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost a goal a minute, and it's a bit kind of it's sort of makes for uncomfortable viewing. Yeah, it's like watching a car just, crash. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the girls just carried on going. They didn't like they weren't breaking down in tears or mm-hmm. in a meltdown. Um, and it's probably a good experience for them, but yeah, at the same time, it wasn't that enjoyable to watch. Really, I enjoyed the. I always enjoy the close games. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think, like anything, when you're going into the tournaments, you just have to decide what do you want to get out of it as a coach. Yeah. So you know, for me, as as I mentioned with the couple that we've just gone into there, um, it, it's it'd be nice, you know, if we got through to the end. I mean, like I say, forget the the fair play one because there was no semi-finals and final but the week before that you know it, it was kind of nice to get through to the semi-final and, and I'd quite like to have got through to the final yeah. as well but really for for me and, and working with the head coach as well it's more about just trying out girls in different positions and, and you know giving them that quick uh, those short sharp games you know, yeah. where you can experiment and play around a bit. So for me, it, it was more about that, about trying out the new things and and probably giving uh, giving people a chance in a, in a position that, that we haven't, for whatever reason, uh, seen them play throughout the season. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's my approach to it as well. 
Um, like, you know, it'd be nice to win one, be nice to get to the semis or the final, but it's more important that A, the kids enjoy it, and it's a little bit different to having a, a league game. And um, B, yeah, they get some they get some good development out of it by playing the better teams and um, just, you know, it's just all part of the learning, isn't it, and part of the development, which is why I've entered them, really, and just to keep them going over the summer. Because we haven't got obviously any other than arranging friendly matches, we haven't got anything in terms of competitive types. I know it's not competitive, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Type stuff going on. So, and of course, probably when you get to July, everyone starts going on holiday, and it's just going to be a nightmare trying to get everybody together. So, it's kind of worked out nicely having June sort of filled up. Um, then hopefully we can get a couple of friendlies, two or three friendlies before the season starts, and then we'll be good to go. So. Um, <laughs> Are you, are you going to have a break? Yeah, we, we. I mean, we've kind of had had a little one because, I mean, we had a game, not this Sunday gone, but the one before. Um, but other than that, we haven't. I think we had, we had a friendly. Oh, what do we do? We had our last league game probably four or five weeks ago, and I think we've had one friendly since um and that was that's been it so really for the last month we've probably had one game and that and that's it we haven't really done anything else we've not had training um because ah, right, okay. training at the clubs because we obviously we train on our 3g pitch and that finished when the season finished so um that doesn't start again now till september so it's you know it is literally training at a park so right okay i've just had a a few weeks off really just to give everyone a bit of a break because uh, we had no games coming up but now we've got the tournaments we're back at training tomorrow and I'm going to keep it going all the way up till probably school finishes in towards the end of July mm-hmm. um, just to keep everyone ticking over and I don't see any reason why we shouldn't train um, especially when the special we've got tournaments on and because we've got three new players as well and I think it's good it's just good to get them involved a bit yeah Um so that's part of the reason behind it as well. But yeah, there will. I think when we get to July time, I'll probably have a break. I, I can't even remember last year when I started training. It was sometime in August, towards the end of August, I think. So I'll probably have a few weeks off just while people go on holiday and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I'll see. I, I don't know. I may just carry on doing it. It depends. If if most people are around and we get a decent number, I might I may just carry on, just have a, a couple of weeks off. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to have too long off because then everyone gets a bit rusty and, you know, we'll, I will try and get some friendlies arranged in that time as well. So, yeah, it'll be reasonably often that we'll get together. So, Yeah, so it's interesting. I don't know what the right answer is, quite honestly. But I mean, Evie's team is, have not had a... They've, they're still training. They have not had a break. Um, and I think he's training pretty much all summer. I don't even think he's... He may be having a couple of weeks off, but generally, I think he just goes right through. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what I was going to say. That you know, we we probably will go straight through. Right. Um, now, I, I talking to other coaches. I, I think you know everyone kind of enjoys a bit of a break as well. Yeah. But you know, I mean, certainly, uh, we'll. we'll be going away for a couple of weeks for a, for you know annual holiday kind of thing, and I, I think that's probably enough. You know, it's not like Premiership footballers, is it, where you you really need to give your body a, a bit of time to recover? 
you know, the, if you're talking about trainings and stuff and, and still trying to make it fun, then, then why would you stop? Yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, I think it's actually, I mean, we've probably talked before about the whole rigmarole I have to go through on a Thursday to train. Yeah, um, yeah. This is actually a bit easier because I'm starting it a bit later so I, I don't have to have an allocated slot because it's not at the club. Um, the park is literally up the road from my house. So I've actually got a bit more f- flexibility to to do it. So it's not such a stress. So I probably, yeah. will, I probably will just carry it on, I think. And I think if if everyone's around and they want to do it, then great, I will carry on doing it. Um, it's only if you've got six, seven who aren't turning up that it makes it kind of almost pointless. Um, and I think most parents probably like their kids getting out the house for an hour and a bit so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's probably i probably will i mean it was different last year because we didn't get the team sorted till i don't know when probably you know it's probably august time august it? yeah yeah. it was probably no, it must have been earlier than that actually yeah it must have been because we had to register everybody but yeah because i was still putting the team together it, it was a bit more haphazard whereas this time obviously i've got everyone i've got the squad so it's a case of just getting them together so i probably will carry on so um, yeah. it's going to be interesting with uh, with the whole offsides and everything. I mean, I, I I think you know when I was a kid and playing it, and and you were playing the offsides, it was hard enough then. But yeah. the way they've complicated the rules now, I, I mean, where you've got the different phases of play, um, I and and I, st- be, yeah, I, I think at our level that won't be. It'll just be literally as a as a kid straight offside, put your flag up, especially as you've got parents doing the line. Yeah, yeah. I was, so it's going to be. Um, I was going to say basic it's, stuff. It's got. It's got. To, it's going to have to be, isn't it? But yeah. I tell you, the reason why I, I I got to the point this last season where I just thought I I don't think I understand offside anymore. And it was it was the um, it was the Liverpool Tottenham game where someone played a ball through, and Lovren, I think it was, went went to try and intercept the ball, and the ball ricocheted. Well, it it just it he did touch the ball, but the play the Spurs midfielder had played the ball forward. And the player it was going to was offside, but because Lovren had tried to slide in and intercept it, and it touched him, the commentators were saying, "Well, it, that makes it onside." And I was thinking, "I, I crazy. I, I, if that's the case, I don't understand offside anymore. Because when the ball leaves his foot, he's it's, the ball's going in that direction. He is offside at that point in time." Your flag should go up, and he's yeah. offside. No, exactly. The, the easiest, the easiest ones are when the player's offside, and he just puts his hands up and goes, "I'm not, I'm not playing," because then I'm offside. And that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple, but all this other stuff they do. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to apply to us. I think it will just be apparent, probably wrongly a lot of the time, going, "Yeah, he's offside." So I mean, yeah, yeah. that's a whole other. That's a whole other discussion. Trying to get parents to do the line. Honestly, I've already found it's like pulling teeth. And home advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's been an absolute nightmare all season. I can see it. I'm gonna have to do some sort of rotor because 
the reluctance when I walk over with a flag already. You could do oh, and do you know what I do now, I just go, there you go, there's a flag, sort it out amongst yourselves. So one of you's got to do it. Oh, that's what I do. I'd say one of you's got to do it. Do a half each, you know. Oh, oh I can't do it because I'll get too involved in the game. We well, all do. You've still got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. So. That's, that's not a bad idea, actually, a rotor. No, it just yeah. makes it fair, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's the only way to do it, and we do have to provide a linesman every week. So, you know, both teams have to. So somebody's going to, yeah. There's, there's enough parents to share it around. So, you know, just get on with it. That's the best way. Just give them a flag and say, there you go. Sort it out amongst yourselves. Yeah. I don't have to worry about without another set of kids arguing about who wants to run the line. Absolutely. I yeah, yeah. With it. I mean, when I quite enjoy doing it when I, when it's not my team, I quite enjoy doing the line because I've done it a couple of times in some of the friendlies that we've watched and I've quite enjoyed it. And I'll probably do it at the tournament when we're not playing. So I, I, I need to understand this. What is it you enjoy about that? It's just, well, because it's not my team, and I just quite like being involved in the game, I suppose. I quite like refing as well. <laughs> games, honestly. I, I, can, I, I can see that I can understand why people want to be referees, because it's just, I don't know, there's something about it, having that control and... The power. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> honestly, why else would you do it? All that abuse you get, there must be something in that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know. My father-in-law's a ref. My father-in-law's a referee. Really? Quite, yeah, Deb's dad does it at quite a good level. He does, you know, he goes to like Fulham Academy and stuff, and uh-huh. he does youth teams and a few divisions below the conference and all this. Um, and he loves doing it. But I've been to watch him. I tell you what, the the abuse. <laughs> Sometimes it's like <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm like, what would you want to put yourself through that? But it takes yeah. a particular personality type, I think. I think so. I think so. Um, so yeah, I used to work with a guy as a ref, and he ref the Cov playoff game the other week. All oh, um, right, against Notsky, he gave a really, he gave a penalty to Cov in the last minute, which wasn't a penalty, and it caused uproar. All right, so, yeah. you know, it, was, it was Gavin, and I used to work with him. <laughs> um, he used to be a linesman in the Premier League, um, but he does he does like all football league now and stuff. So, right, right, thankless task. Yeah, that that, that commentary final must be coming up, mustn't it? Yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they go up. Yeah, they've sold thirty thirty five thousand tickets so far. So, Oof. yeah, good. I hope they do it. But uh, yeah, should we should we wrap it up there then on the tournament football? Yeah, that's all good, mate. Should we talk a little bit about our germ of an idea, the World Cup podcast? Yep. So we're still in the planning stage, aren't we? And and we're just busy kind of working out that concept. We've got a few other people involved. So Chris across at the Contextual Podcast, been hatching this idea with him as well. And we'll get uh, one of the other chaps uh, who's who does a podcast so I think I think we'll have a few podcasters and we're just going to have to figure it out. I think we're going to have to have some sort of rotor <laughs> because we've got, you know, it's fairly... Have you looked at the schedule for the World Cup yet? Not really. I need to get a so, bloody wall chart or something. So I... Uh, yeah, old school wall charts. Yeah. Um, I, I just got the uh, one of the apps and I was scrolling through and it it's, it seems like weeks. There's like three games a day. <laughs> I know, it's great, isn't it? 
Yeah. Now, what what I would absolutely love it to be, I mean, I think we are aiming for this one to be uh, more like a half-hour podcast. We'll have a pool of people, but we probably won't ever all be on the podcast at the same time. You know, it's just so people can have a break and, and what have you. Pe- people are going to have commitments anyway. Yeah. So I would absolutely love it to be something like, you know, the Badil and Skinner fantasy football. Yeah. Now, I don't think we're we're not going to have time to plan that sort of stuff. But, yeah. you know, that, that kind of tone, I think, will be, uh, will be absolutely brilliant. So yeah, cool. we'll... Uh, We'll announce a bit more, won't we, uh, when we've got the website. Well, when we've got the the Twitter account actually up and running properly. Yeah. Um, yeah sounds good, mate. So, Ben, if someone wanted to email us or get in touch with us, how would they do that? Yes, so if you want to email us, uh, the email address is grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at GRootsCoachCast. So drop us a line if you've got anything to say um, or contribute any thoughts on the podcast. Um, hopefully it's helping people um, who are just getting on their coaching journey like we have. So like Dave said at the start of the show, that's what it's for. And, and we'd be interested to hear your feedback. So yeah, please get in touch. And if you want to head over to iTunes as well and drop us one of those five-star reviews or a go Lazo, that'd be fantastic. That helps us grow the show. It helps other people find the podcast as well. Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers, Dave. See you next week.